I came on the mic just to murder the beats And now I'm ludicrous to disturb the peace And now I look at rappers like a herd of sheep And when I look around I get the thirst to eat Throw rhymes like knives who the first to bleed Speak under your breath if you heard of me Nobody burning me up here What's good everybody and welcome to Body Bag Podcast I'm Chris Thomas and with me as always Brooke Writer Dave How we doing everybody? Got a new author this week, everybody. Recommended to us, actually, by Haley Newland. He is the author of 396, which is the book we are going to be talking about today, as well as the author of the novel The Oath, the novellas The Last Exit, and Scorned, as well as the serial novels Beyond Dead. Thank you for coming to the show, Christopher Frost. Hey, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, me and Dave, we were actually talking about the book like literally right before you uh, hopped on and started talking with us. And whether you guys are listening, if you're religious or not, I got to say, God bless this man, Christopher Frost, for a, <laughs> for a couple of reasons. The first one being uh, for somebody who has a very short attention span like myself, I love that these are short and sweet chapters. So it's, it's a pretty thick book, but I... I was looking through them and I was like, wait a second, these are, these are very short chapters. I can do these. And yeah, yeah. I tell Dave, I love how this book is structured. This is, <laughs> this, this is, uh, pro- probably stems from my, uh, high school days. Uh, where like, you have to read chapters. Like, I wish you were my teacher back when I was in high school. I need you kids to read chapter the first five chapters of this thing. You would breeze through it in like 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You could breeze through it in the, uh, in the time of a commercial on TV. Not yeah. That- and that's no joke. That's, that's like true. Um, and, uh, also gotta say thank you to Christopher Frost because especially on days where we have low traffic on my like horror matches and the stuff that I post, I can always rely on Christopher Frost telling me, well, I think that, uh, I don't know. King Kong would probably beat the blob in a fight. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I love those. They entertain yeah. me. I'm hoping that I don't get to a point where I'm like, all right, uh, we're on match like 160 something now. I'm kind of running low on yeah. characters to think about. But, I know you always disagree with me too. I, I, that's not true. I, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into talking about 396 real quick. Well, I was the reason why me and Dave are talking about this. Um, well, first off, we we don't obviously want to give too much away because we want people to get the book. So we don't want to put a lot of spoilers, but. Just right. in your own words, uh, just maybe a couple sentences. How would you best surmise what the book is about? Uh, so I think for the most part, it's at its core, it's, it's about a family kind of falling apart. And at the same time, while they're falling apart, you throw in the supernatural element uh, that makes just everything that much worse. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see the best and the worst of the characters. I think more the worst part of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you definitely get that vibe. Like, I want to say I'm on chapter 27 now, and, and you're really starting to really get that tension of like the mistrust between Jenna and David. I mean, it starts out pretty intense. I mean, it already starts out kind of bleakly on a not so ideal situation. Um, no, he's uh, no, he starts out kind of like a dick. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, well, this is what I was telling David. Uh, we were getting kind of deep <laughs> before we got in here. Uh, I I really identify with David, and uh, not to get too 
personal or I won't go into too much detail. I'll just say this. I didn't have to go to a clinic, but I was pretty close. Yeah, uh, see, I have been. Yeah. Um, and I think that people that follow me know that I am very open about my mental health. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think David really struck a chord with me and mm-hmm. kind of just blossomed on his own from like, I would look back and I'd be like, holy shit, did I write that? Or mm-hmm. that am I having a nightmare about what happened before? I was just, he just, just, he just kind of struck a chord and it was kind of, it was really easy writing about David. Yeah. yeah. I was telling Dave, I was like, you know, now, like I said, I didn't have to go to, to a clinic, even though I was like, like just two more steps away from basically doing it. I ended up like just doing it myself. Uh, same thing, uh, basically getting sober. Yeah. And I told Dave, you know, that's really true, especially with, especially when the people are trying to help you the first couple of days, you you're just pissed at everybody. <laughs> you yeah. just you yeah. are angry at everybody. Like having like yeah. even people who are just saying your name, you just don't want to engage with anybody and you just think nasty thoughts about them. Yeah, of course. And yeah. uh <laughs> I, this is first time David had heard about it uh too. So he's uh, constantly learning about his co-host. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I think that's why I'm like really into this book right now, just because I'm now tell me, did you I'm getting kind of some Jack Torrance vibes from Dave. Is um, is that influence at all, or, or am I just thinking too much into? Because he was also an alcoholic in The Shining. Um, I try not to get. It, it really changes from the alcoholism at the beginning to mm-hmm. him going down more of a path of starting to abuse prescription medication. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it it was strongly influenced by like the shining, you know, but it's like, I, I think Stephen King even said it that, you know, there's nothing that hasn't been done by now. Of course. Yeah. So it's just our own take on, on something that's already been done. Like there's a million haunted house stories out there. I'm not the first. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, that it is hard coming up with a truly original idea. So no, nobody's, uh, you know, but putting your own it's per, putting your own personal spin or your own personal view that makes you know things interesting right and uh, yeah. yeah and i haven't gotten to the prescription uh drugs part yet so maybe that's the reason why i i ask cuz i'm still in the he he's he's fantasizing right now about uh well he's making love to his wife and wondering if he's aroused by the idea of alcohol or his own wife yeah, yeah cuz uh, he's like sparkling the sparkling cider instead of the champagne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told Dave, I was like, I I, I, I had to switch to sparkling cider too. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, like, I, did this, did, did this Christopher Frost guy like follow me for the last couple of yeah. years? <laughs> I know. I'm addicted to seltzers. Mm-hmm. I, have like, I have like four polar seltzers with me right now. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm just, I'm just sipping on water right now, but I like, I have an unopened thing of like lime <laughs> seltzer uh, thing in the, kitchen that i'm gonna crack open a little bit later yeah you i i think that you know part of it is that you you trade one addiction for another one but it's not one that's gonna hurt you like i drink so much seltzer yeah yeah oh my mine is definitely sugar i i realized i was a horrible sugar addict the second i quit (laughs) that's crazy um but yeah uh dave you got anything uh you want to go ahead now you're further than i am so yeah so you got the uh, title 369. It's like the uh, 396, I'm sorry, from the uh, address of the house. Like, what was your process of coming up with that? 
So, like I said, a lot of it kind of stems from my my personal kind of kind of what ha- what was happening around the time my daughter turned one. We were living in a condo. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. We had two giant German shepherds, so there yeah. just there wasn't room for all of us. So we decided, all right, it's time to buy a house, and we found this house built in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, the address was three ninety six Main Street. Okay, yeah, the house was so spooky it literally scared the shit out of me just walking through it and i would have if it was my choice i would have bought it yeah but the realism was that it was on a shitty street uh not a good street for my kid to to grow up on and not a good school system so we had to pass on it but i took pictures of every inch of this house and immediately when i went home i started writing 396 it's awesome that you pulled from real life. And you got to write about what you know, so. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I put those pictures. Yeah. Kind of also a real house. That's cool. Yeah, it is a real yeah. house. I try, I try to describe it as much as I could, but I don't think it, it, the feeling of being actually in that house is something I don't think I could ever write down enough that would resonate with somebody like what I felt going into that place. So, um, if I might interject yeah. real quick, Dave. Uh, so, like I said, uh, you were actually recommended to us uh, by Haley. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. She's, 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 she was our very, very first guest when we got this podcast off the ground. Um, oh, fantastic. So, <laughs> this this is leading into a question, because when we were talking on Instagram, hey guys, I was wondering if you would be interested in hosting Christopher Frost on the show. He released his new book, 396 in May, and talks about a a lot about his real life encounters with ghosts and haunted figures since he was a kid. Did you want to talk about any of those? And did any of those make it into the book? So this is kind of like, this is one of those things where uh, I, you know, I follow your podcast and, and I was actually just listening to um, with Janine Pipe about, uh, the, you know, about the cult, the cult. Yeah. Movie yeah. yeah. I kind of feel like this is going down about this cult thing about me that this whole book is inspired by real life encounters with ghosts mm-hmm. and it's, it's not, and I don't know, <laughs> that, I don't know where that came from. Well, you know, that that's actually yeah. funny then that that's a good, I'm glad that I brought it up anyway. Cause now we can kind of get it out in the open. Everybody stop asking Christopher Frost about, <laughs> about his ghostly encounters. Yeah. Yeah, it's, been a lot with, it's been a lot with reviews and they're like, Oh, inspired by true events. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that's true is that I went into this creepy ass house. I, 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 I went into a house once and I got creeped out as a kid. That's it. I didn't yeah. see. <laughs> and I went home and started writing about it. Tell, tell us, tell us, did you, did you, did you see Grady in the bathroom too? Did, did you have a talk with Lloyd at the, at the bar or two? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, was, you know, the house was creepy, but it's not like, when I was walking around and my wife was downstairs and I was upstairs exploring the place and, you know, creepily taking pictures myself. But somehow it turned into you actually lived the poltergeist movie somehow. Somehow, like all of a sudden people are thinking, Oh, you lived in this house. This is stuff that happened to you. And I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) My daughter was one and I was just trying to get out of my condo. I'll I'll admit that even uh, because when you said it was uh, our movie was going to be between the descent and Poltergeist, I was like, ah, Poltergeist, yeah, probably because of uh, you know he's probably into that because of his haunted experiences. (laughs) It's based on his life. Based on his life, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not true. 
I don't know where it came from. I think it's kind of cool. But people will ask me like on Instagram, they'll be like, so like what happened and what kind of like, like, what did you feel? And I'm like, nothing. I just like the house. I just like the house. That's all. Like the house was creepy. Like if it was my choice, I would have gotten it. But yeah. you need, you should just start pulling from, um, Whenever anybody asks you, just start pulling from like movies. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, me and my family we moved into this uh, actually old haunted mansion, and I saw this. Uh, I used to suffer from sleep paralysis demons, and I called her the bent neck lady. And we we're like, wait, that sounds a lot like the haunting of Hill House. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just just start pulling from different horror movies and just change it every single time somebody asks you. Yeah, or I'm like, oh, why is there two realtors here, and the other realtors like there aren't. I'm like, oh, I was just talking to one upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, none of it. None of that is true. It's not a true story. It's not, even, <laughs> it's not even loosely based on the true story. That's going to be the sound <laughs> clip that I use for the promotional thing for Instagram, just so everybody knows. Like, no, I don't know where that happened. I don't know how <laughs> any of that came about. It just. I mean, at first I was like, I'm like trying to dispute it. I'm like, guys, come on. No, 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 no. And now it's just gotten around so much that I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's yeah. like, you know what? I, I, I would try to, dis, uh, you know, disprove all of this, but, you know, this is great for marketing. <laughs> everybody yeah. everybody yeah. wants to talk about Everybody wants me on their podcast and we can talk about it. <laughs> it worked for the Blair Witch Project. I mean, yeah, just you can get you can get completely by on just viral marketing and just word of mouth alone and it will all be false. And you could just keep telling. I'll even say after the podcast is done, he's like, you know. He said that wasn't true, but, you know, he might just be saying that, you know, just. Yeah, <laughs> just to... yeah. I think his ghost came through my computer. Yeah, yeah. it's so haunted here. You yeah, know, the so... ghost I took of the house uh, will someday be uh, found footage for some other documentary. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, you know, it's so funny. We got finished talking about Christopher Frost and his uh, in this paranormal book and everything. And then, like later on that night, something pretty paranormal happened to me. I think, I think it's, I think, I think it passes on or something. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's like the ring; you just keep passing it on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, that was another question that that pretty much uh, is completely false. Go ahead, Dave. Back to you. Yeah. So one thing I really enjoyed is you put in that interlude that went back to the like family. I'm guessing that lived there in the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that was. That was kind of how the book started. Okay. Uh, was kind of this in the past. Um, I was kind of based in the past, kind of where when the house was built. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I like these characters, but there's just, there's not enough story here to flesh it out. So I kind of decided, I'm like, well, I had read um, Guillermo del Toro's The Strain, you know, years ago. I'm sure a lot of people know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people know the movie. I don't know if they know the book, but he ran these interludes in between everything where he shot things back to the past. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to plagiarize him. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to rip that off a little yeah. bit. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to rip that off. I'm not going to tell anybody. And that's where that's going to come in. Oh, hey, it works. Yeah, because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want this big like mystery. Yeah. I didn't want to turn it into a mystery I just, I can't write mystery or crime. So I didn't want it to turn into that. Like David trying to find out the past. And yeah, I mean, I guess he does at one point, but not to the extent of what's revealed in the interludes. Since we're talking about the structure of the book and I had, I had said earlier, how I appreciate the chapters being so short. 
is there a reason why you wrote them so like some some chapters are just like one page um is, is there any particular reason why you made them short like that is it for people like me who 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 uh who are very uh <laughs> you know the attention awesome. can't, can't uh hold somebody's attention too long so you know every every chapter that is finished feels like a little mini victory that i I'm so proud of myself. I finished another chapter and I just, you can just breeze through and just feel good every five minutes. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I agree with you, like reading books, uh, like back in school when you had to read five chapters and you wanted to just basically jump off a bridge. Mm -hmm. I I think that just kind of turned into my style. Um, the fact that it's like 140 something chapters was, argument between me and my editor mm-hmm. yeah. he wanted it like i think the first the first section is uh redemption yeah yeah so it was supposed to be like chapters like say one through five and then the next uh break in the story is coming home and then that was supposed to start over as chapter one again so each one was kind of like its own separate part mm-hmm. she overruled me and i figured she knew better than me but I've had so many people go, it's kind of daunting when they look at it and there's 147 chapters. And it's kind of like what you said, Chris, like you look at that and you're like, shit, do I really want to read 147 chapters? I, I jumped into it without reading the back of it first. I just kind of just jumped right into starting to read it. So when I saw how short the chapters were, I was like, 396. I wonder if that's how many chapters are in here. <laughs> these are these are so short. I wonder if I wonder if that's why it's called 300. Well, there's there's two things in my mind that I was thinking that 396 meant. I was like, all right, 396. Is it either one of two things? Is it that's how many days that David has sober before all this stuff happens? Right. And then when I saw how short the chapters were, I was like, is it going to get to where I'm like at on chapter 300? And I'm like, I bet this is a 396 chapters. Yeah. <laughs> well, I originally was supposed to be 396 Main Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once again, I kind of yielded to my uh, to my editor and she said, just make it 396. Yeah. But as I've been going on, I've seen that a lot of people are like, oh, 396. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I so you prefer to be called 396? I should have put my foot down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but, you know, as a, I spent so much money trying to get this book out and I had two editors and, and I just, I just deferred to them. I'm like, well, they know better than I do about pushing out a book. And how much, how much give and take is there with, uh, with, with your editors? Like, were they like adamant that you like, change certain things and you were more adamant like no i want it to be this way um or do you usually like go well you know they're the editors they they probably know the game a little bit better yeah a lot of times uh, a lot of times i think more than not i yielded to them and and took their advice um there were some things in the book that like for one when david starts his process and road down addiction with now prescription medication he gets spoiler alert uh not really but he gets he gets like addicted to xanax Mm -hmm. and my my editor would be like you can't take that much and survive and i'm like well you can because i used to do it all the time i was about to say as he was like well i did so yeah i'm like yeah i'm like well i did and mixed it with a lot of other things and Mm -hmm. i'm so yeah, he yeah. can't take that much. 
And I think, you know, I think people are either, you know, I think all of us are on some sort of level of, of either dealing with mental health or know somebody and support them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we all, we all kind of know that, you know, whether or not somebody's going to believe that David can take four Xanax in 20 minutes and survive. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you know, people, I'm, people yeah. who, who, who are like deep into stuff like that, you, you'll be, you'd be surprised. It's like, yeah, you, we usually push our bodies to the limits and yeah. in terms of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it, you know, and if you don't believe it, you know, just, you know, just chop it up to a bean fiction. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, cause I didn't want him to fall off the wagon. Mm-hmm. I wanted, I yeah. wanted the house to corrupt him in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. So he's keeping his promise to his daughter. He's not drinking. Yeah. That's, that's the thing too, yeah. that you like any, uh, people like that are very good at finding loopholes. Right. Uh, yeah. Does. Like, Hey, I, Hey, I'm not, I'm not drinking. I, Hey, I, I'm just doing a little bit of uh, recreational coke. You right. know, I didn't yeah. say I didn't say that I was uh, I I didn't say I was going to quit doing everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. I saw a movie once. I can't remember what what it was. It was a really bad horror flick, and we might have watched it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I can't remember the name, but it was um, I don't remember who the actors were, but but it was kind of like one of those exorcism movies, you know, mm-hmm. kind of B rated, yeah. late at night netflix movies that you click on and, uh-huh. and yeah the priest is having a beer with with the detective or something and he's like the detective's like i thought you were i thought you were uh narcotics anonymous and he chugs down his you know a shot and he's like yeah narcotics anonymous not alcoholics anonymous yeah i mean that's how it is i mean yeah. just you know it's those loopholes so i think david kind of, david finds that loophole and continues to spiral down another path just with a different addiction yeah uh anything else there dave just to kind of get back on that like you also like kind of show that aubrey like in one of the chapters when he's first in the barn and she freaks out yeah and then jenna slaps him she's even like mommy daddy wasn't drinking i know what you were thinking but he wasn't yeah 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 when aubrey calls it like the curse or something yeah Mm -hmm. yeah audrey's like it's hard like even with the not to give things away but with the events that happen in the house that kind of corrupt her yeah she still has this weird connection to her dad even through them you know the malevolent things that are in the house yeah 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 kind of makes it more heartbreaking so yeah yeah because i just read it where she was at the they went to the doctor's office and she's smiling sticking her tongue out at her dad and just like glaring at her mom yeah yeah, yeah. A, that just sounds heartbreaking. Yeah. Her and Jenna got a, a little bit of a clash in this book. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I was I I literally just like read that uh, I guess it was she was, was she like angry at somebody because she was like reading or something like that. Um, yeah. It was I think it was right before the rat or the mice there they were looking around for mice. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It said that she was like reading angrily or something like that. Yeah, those two clash, which which was weird. That I went that way because I thought it was supposed to be David and Jenna that was gonna that were gonna clash. Mm-hmm. It ended up kind of being Aubrey and her mom that end up clashing. Well, that's also that. I mean, that that's definitely a interest, a more interesting dynamic that you would think. Oh, yeah, is, you would think that the strained relationship would be between the one who's abusing like alcohol and the uh, and the kid, but a, a lot of the times when when 
I, I think that is in perfectly in line with a lot of people who do that kind of stuff because when you, or at least I know that a lot of times when I drink or if other people drink, they could be like the nicest people in the world. And yeah. uh, so long as they have that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he was probably very, very nice and cool with his daughter when he had his constant buzz going on. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, when the buzz turns into complete obliteration, he's. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Jenna go into it. And I don't think that he. It's not that he doesn't care what Aubrey sees, but I think he's not as embarrassed when he's completely shit faced than, than when if he was just buzzed. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I also th- always thought that it was an interesting dynamic that a lot of books and a lot of movies always have the, you know, the the kids gravitate towards the mother mm-hmm. and, not, and not the father, that like maternal thing. And I kind of liked when I wrote that, all right, Aubrey and, and David have that, you know, dad and daughter relationship, which, I mean, I have three daughters, so I think it probably stems a lot from that. You know, now that you mention it, there, there really isn't a whole lot of uh, movies in which, like, the, uh, if, especially if it's horror and, and the whole family's going towards a downward spiral, there really isn't a whole lot of stories in which the dad and the kids are the ones that are closer than the mom. Right. Yeah. The dad's usually always kind of the bad guy. Yeah. The, the guy, yeah. the dad is usually the one uh, chopping the family up and chasing them around with, uh, right. yeah. with exactly. a knife. <laughs> yeah. And I think yeah. as much as David is flawed, he's still, Aubrey is just like his whole work. Yeah. yeah. Which is that, that just makes uh, for a, a very emotional story where it's like, you know, I want to, you know, he's not a bad father. Not in, uh, not in the sense of like he cares about his kid. Right. But, you know, he he's a flawed human being. Yes. Yeah. He's 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 got his like major flaws and then you throw in the supernatural part and he's just he's just a mess. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm just I'm anxious to get through this now. Yeah. Uh, just just because much like much like the descent, which was your movie pick is like yeah. this, this is already a bad situation. But then you had to add this on top of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. I think I I think I found your uh, every every time we we get a movie pick uh, and we talk about the people's like books and everything I try to see all right where's the similarities between like their interests and what they're writing and and uh, and and the movie pick of the of the day yeah um, yours must just be like taking like a situation and just making it worse <laughs> just yeah. That, yeah. just I mean, just what's 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 Put, let's get a situation and put these characters in it, and then let's add something else that just makes it even worse. Yeah, let's just, let's just I don't even know. Am I allowed to curse or not? Oh, curse, curse away. You're yeah. fine, yeah. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. You know, take a normal situation that's going bad and then throw a shit storm of supernatural crap at them mm-hmm. to just fuck them up even more. Yeah. <laughs> Push, put, basically pushing people to their mental breaking points. Right, and then you throw something supernatural in there, and there, and yeah, get get him to the breaking point, and then a little bit further. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what I that's what I liked about the descent. Well, it's what I liked, and what I hated about the movie is it terrified me. I, I started watching it again last night. Yeah. Oh, I, I got it playing on right now. I I play the movies in the background as we like do these podcasts uh, yeah. episodes. So right now. Uh, they just had the place collapse on them, so now oh, they're... The, the the tunnel. 
yeah, the tunnel just collapsed on him, and and, and things are now starting to spiral. Yeah, <laughs> we we just now hit the spiral. Yeah, I was watching it on um on one of the streaming services last night. Yeah, uh, one of the uh, one of the minor ones because I only have it on DVD. Yeah. Oh, nice. And physical has, copies, nice. Yeah. Right, and who has a DVD player anymore? Mine's like still in storage. So I found it on streaming, and I'm watching it, and that part happens, and all of a sudden it cuts to commercial, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, God. Oh, you know what? Please keep that thought when we actually get into it. Uh, before we get into the movie review, um, Dave, do you have anything else to add to, to the book uh, questions? Uh, before we get too deep yeah. now into The Descent, because once we start talking about the movie and stuff, and I geek out, I'll start going off on a yeah. whole other thing. Yeah, that's all right. Geeking out fun. Well, now that uh, 396 is out, do you have any plans on what you're going to work on next? Uh, I've actually been uh, talking to Haley about this, where I'm um, I'm 86,000 words into my new book, and it's obviously going to be probably as long as 396. And it's I I, re- I really like it. It's it's not it does it doesn't have that mental health issues that I kind of indulged in with 396 that I kind of poured my own issues into it. Um, but it, it is a story of kind of survival and another story about a family in a small town trying to survive this, this, you know, uncanny situation that, that nobody, nobody wants to deal with except for them. Just this rural town with a sheriff and, yeah, like and, I, I live in. and I assume that this is taken from your own personal experience as a kid dealing with a small town sheriff, much like 396 yeah. was your personal experiences <laughs> yeah. with a haunted yeah. house. Yeah. yeah, well, I did. I mean, I live in New Hampshire, so everything's small town around here. You know, I kind of created these fictional towns around um, the original, the original like colonist names form. Like uh, Dunstable in 396 was the original name of Nashua, New Hampshire. Okay. And then, That's really cool. Yeah. And like Derry, where I live. Um, and I was terrified when we moved down here because of Stephen King. Derry, uh, Maine? No, I live in Derry, New Hampshire. But when I was a kid and we were moving down here, I had seen, you know, the ABC miniseries. Yeah. Yeah. So I so I thought for sure I'm moving into Derry. Oh, you're you're uh, you're gonna be seeing clowns everywhere. I'm gonna be seeing clowns. I was terrified that we were moving here. See, I had the same experience as a kid because when I first watched it, I was like seven or eight, and I thought yeah. they said Gary. I lived in Gary, Indiana. I'm like, and my parents were like, "No, it's Derry, not Gary." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. But still in the back of your head, you're like, is it though? Yeah. <laughs> Every time the circus comes to town, you're freaking out. Yeah, exactly. Is there a, uh, do you have a uh, working title at all for your upcoming project? Or is that, is that something you're keeping quiet or you haven't quite figured it out yet? No, no. It's, it's going to be called John Doe. John Doe? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's something, uh, it's something I talked to Haley about and, um, you know, her and Hannah's company, Twins and Talent. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been, they've been outstanding in helping me and uh, getting reviews out there for me. And I'm sending out, I think I've, I ended up since Haley started, I've bought like 20 cop, 20 author copies and I'm just sending them out constantly and replenishing it. And she's done, she's done so much for me. It's, it's, 
it's like outstanding. It's crazy. Well, you'll have to uh, once the uh, once it gets all finished, you'll have to come back on the show and talk about it with us. Yeah, I'd love to. She wants me to have it done by the end of the year, so I'm on the timetable. We can uh, we can do Poltergeist that time since that was your gonna that was gonna be your yeah. other pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one this one's definitely different, but uh, it's still that still that family dynamic and and the shit that kind of happens to them and how they have to deal with it. This one's just darker in a in a different way. Yeah. We'll be looking forward to seeing how that one turns out. Yeah, me yeah. too. Since I'm not done writing it. <laughs> Anything more there, Dave? No, I think it's time to move on to the descent. Three hundred and ninety-six, everybody. You can find it on Amazon as well as in our upcoming September giveaway for one lucky winner who will get that, as well as three or four other books, Amazon gift card. And a couple of other little goodies. So be on the lookout for that. All right. So let's go ahead. We started teasing a little bit into our movie pick of uh, of the day. And you decided you wanted to do The Descent. Yeah. That's one of those movies. I A lot of people that I've talked to, even horror fans, they're like, oh, I've never heard of that one. I got to check it out. I think it's one of those uh, under the radar British films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we actually... Uh, Speaking of, yeah, you were saying how you talked about, uh, or you listened to our Janine Pipe episode. This was by the same director. Is it really? Yep. This is a Neil Marshall movie. No kidding. Yeah. uh, He he wrote, directed, and all that uh, Dog Soldiers, and he directed this one. Oh, wow. Which uh, the Scottish British uh, act uh, makes sense when you hear the accents going on in this. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah." So, um, all right. So, you know, before I say what this is about, there's. Three things that usually creep me out or are uneasy in movies and in real life. Uh, spiders. Yeah. Um, kids being like tortured or like sexually assaulted or something like that. And I say that because we saw the movie The Girl Next Door. Um, and enclosed spaces. <laughs> like very cramped. Spa- like I don't even like getting tucked in like snugly in my bed. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I have to move my arms around. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this one, like, I'd seen this movie once before around the time when it came out. Yeah. So, so th- this came out. Uh, I want to say what 2005 is that? Yeah. Is that when this came out? Yeah. 2006. Yeah, somewhere in that range. I was like 15 when it came out. Yeah. Um. What we used to do is we used to basically go through the movie and just give a whole synopsis about the thing, but. That proved to be a little too like sloppy. So yeah. we assume if you uh, are listening, you've probably seen The Descent or know what it's about. But if yeah. you haven't, um, spoiler a group fr- warning. Yeah, yeah spoiler warning. Um, it's a group of friends uh, go spelunking in an unknown cave system. Tunnel kind of collapses a little bit. Uh, injuries are sustained. And on top of that, these creatures called crawlers or these like if i'm not mistaken they're like humanoid like basically cavemen who never came out of the caves uh and basically evolved in the cave system without ever like venturing out became cannibalistic and uh they encounter them as well so um if you liked cramped spaces darkly lit like nooks and crannies and cannibalistic uh, troll monsters this is right up your alley yes yeah it's definitely um what surprised me is when i found it uh i just 
I think I found it just surfing, you know, surfing the TV because that's how old I am. Mm-hmm. And you know, it just looked like, all right, this is creepy. It's it's like one of those claustrophobic moments. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden these creatures come out everywhere and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. That's where I knew it piqued your interest. They, they, they're, it's already a bad situation. Let's make it worse with right. some creatures in there. <laughs> I, I just didn't expect that. It was kind of like, well, when I saw dust from dawn. In, yep. in the movie yeah. Theater. I literally was just about to say from dust till dawn where you didn't yeah. know it was going to be about that. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden you're watching it. Salma Hayek comes out. You're like, great striptease. Yay. Turns yeah. into a vampire. And you're like, what the fuck is going on with this movie? Yeah. Oh, all right. So I was I was talking to Dave. Uh, we were gonna get. Oh no! The first thing I was gonna say. Not only uh, this this was a treat because it was also a situation where I got to watch it with the ads. Um, yes, yeah, I think we all did. And me and Dave have this ongoing thing because this is what the third movie that we've watched so far with the ads on. Yeah. And I don't know if did you watch this on Amazon as well? Uh I think it yeah, Amazon Prime with ads this one. It was on this or either watched it on Pluto TV. Yeah, I watched it on Pluto last night. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those two. So so you probably saw all right. I I had to write them all down every time a uh, commercial cuz Amazon has a knack for putting in commercials in the weirdest spots in these movies. Right. Um, so just uh, the first one came up right after the credits where after the accident in the very beginning happens and it's like the descent that credit card debt got you down (laughs) and and it just there is no segue into these commercials either it's not like in a and uh, if you watch it on TV where something will maybe like fade to black and you know how they have bumpers and yeah. you know when a commercial's coming up in a TV show because uh, it'll like fade. Yeah. yeah, it fades yeah. out or something. This one, you'll be watching a, a creature maul a person to death and then all of a sudden you'll get an advertisement for Paul, for Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah. And it's just mid-scene. No, commercial mid- come up like... Mid-scene. Yeah. I know, if you watched... Um, Dave, was it you that said you watched it on Pluto? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching it last night on Pluto and it, like the part with the cave falling in. And I'm like, I'm like getting claustrophobic. I think it was right before that when she gets stuck and it cuts right to commercial. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm like, I need to like take a breath. <laughs> I, was, I was holding it the whole time. I'm like, I've seen the movie like a hundred times and I'm still wondering. I'm like, Sarah's not going to get out of there. She's stuck. She's screwed. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I was just, you know, I, you tend to put yourself in those situations whenever you watch a horror movie. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't want me in that situation. Um, I would be the absolute worst person to be put in that situation because <laughs> I just, I, I'm already like, I'm not claustrophobic, but I mean, oh, I, I'm very claustrophobic. So I would I, I'm not claustrophobic, in. but I mean, I, I don't like being cramped to the point where I can't like move my arms. So, right. If I was already in that cave system and stuff like that, I would be paranoid already. Even if it was something like my uh, my my bag was got got snagged on like a a rock, and I think I'm stuck, I'd be losing my mind, crying, thinking like thinking that I'm about to die. It just uh, I yeah. you don't want me in that yeah 
panicky situation. I, I would be of no use to anybody. <laughs> and I, I'd be leading the creature straight towards us with all my crying and yelling. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, right there with you, man. But you know what's so funny is um, the first five, ten minutes, I wasn't sure that I clicked on the right movie uh, because the that impaling scene at the very beginning i thought I, I was like did i accidentally click on to a final destination movie or something like what <laughs> I, thought yeah, no, that, I, thought yeah. I thought that i thought this was about a bunch of i mean we started off you know kind of on the right they're track. kind of kayaking and people are watching okay and like this is I, I remember you know being spelunking and all that so they're you know white water rafting and and then, <laughs> then out of nowhere these un <laughs> I, I guess yeah, the guy didn't secure him properly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah, it was definitely an interesting start. Yeah. You know, they, they try, I think they didn't, as much as I love the movie, I don't think that they accurately portrayed the, the women as these like adrenaline junkies. Oh, you didn't mean you don't get the sense that you're like, I don't see these people as people who like do this on a regular basis. Yeah. Like, right. Well, I mean, I got the sense that well, we, I kind, I could get the sense a little bit maybe that Juno has done it maybe yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, she's. But, but uh, I mean, one of them was her protege. Uh, was that Holly? Was it Holly? Yeah, Holly. Holly I think. Or yeah, yeah. Was her protege? Yeah, Holly. Was that the short-haired? Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, so you know, speaking of Juno, I was just going off on a tangent about Juno. <laughs> I don't think she's that bad. I hate Juno. I, yeah, me too. Juno is the worst. She. I wish I, I need to make another top ten list because she needs to be on it somewhere. Um, let me drag everybody, and even my protege who's still kind of learning, into this unknown cave system with no map, and because she wanted this ego trip. Yeah. Now, that that I just kept thinking of the Blair Witch Project. That was on par with the Blair Witch Project. Uh, what did you do with the map? I threw it away. Right, I just left it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I just, it just, I can't think of any scenario in which that was the right move to do. No, like, that's pretty, it was a dumb move. Because, what, you can't even tell people, like, bec- she wants to be the one who found it. So, but she's not going to tell anybody where she's going just to at least be like, Hey, you know, in case that's, that's like rule number one, when you go out somewhere in case something happens, you know, right. we want this somebody is where you start looking, this is where you start looking. Yeah. And, and also I thought what was funny and makes Juno even more of a bitch is uh, she sends Holly ahead of her through all of those tunnels that she has no idea where they go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, I want, I want to be the first one to discover this. Hey, Holly. You yeah, hey, get, yeah. get in there. Yeah, in there. See if you can find a way out. Yeah, I need you to sniff it out like a truffle pig. Get in yeah. there. Um, but Dave is sitting there. You know, I, I the dude in me ha- was also like, I hate, I hate this girl. I hate her. She fine though. I like her. She, 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 she looks she, girl. Yeah. She, yeah, she's she, hot, but, yeah, yeah, she's a good looking, uh, good looking lady. Yeah, but but she's evil. It's sta- stabs Beth in the neck and then just leaves. Her. I can now. I was giving that was to, an accident. I was okay. willing to give her a little bit of the benefit of the doubt that like she she still like you know uh jittery and adrenaline filled from the fight that she just had. And the other and Beth did kind of come up like quietly and, and like I would have made myself known like hey, I'm behind you. 
right. kind, kind of thing. But after she stabs him or stabs her, it just leaves her for dead. And then when she regroups, says, oh, yeah, she's dead. Like, made it seem like, oh, yeah, the creature's got her. Well, I mean, yeah. what do you want her to do? She's not not anyway. Well, maybe not she's leave her to get to, out alive. Maybe not leave her uh, uh, to die after you just got finished stabbing her in the neck. Maybe I'm going to die anyway, so I've wound. God, I, you are. I now see. Now I'm learning about you today, Dave. You learned a little bit about me. I'm learning about you. I. <laughs> I think it's because I just didn't like Beth. Well, I like what, her character. What was your deal with her? Boring, and then like she was like ah. Uh, when she can't was dying, think, like her think. last thing she did, she's like, Juno did this. Yes, because she did. Yeah, but she, she could have been like, hey, Juno did this on accident, freaked out, left me. No, she's like, sorry, I can't Juno really go into I can't really go into it. I have a hole in my neck. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, yeah, Juno's also fucking your husband. Well, she should know, too. How, how, is, how, is, how are you blaming Beth for that? I'm just saying, that's... Yeah, Juno's the last words the one fucking the husband. Yes, well, yeah, how, that's how, a fucked up thing. Don't fuck your friend's husband, but 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 if you're going to, don't be a snitch about it. Like, what are you talking yeah, about? Why are you, you gonna snitch on her as you're dying? Like, why have fuck her? Why, did, why didn't you tell her sooner? You know what? I I'm still feeling. Why didn't some, you tell Sarah sooner? I'm still feeling some kind of way about there being a hole in my throat. Sorry if I'm, yeah, sorry if I don't. Sorry if I can't go into elaborate detail that you know she stabbed me, but it was an accident. Oh, and by the way, sorry I got the, she she's sitting there. She got stabbed in the neck, begging. She not begging for anything else. Just hey, just don't leave me here or don't leave me. You know, not not I blame you, but just please don't leave me. And the doctor's still alive. It's not like the doctor's dead. Yes, yeah, she could have gotten got the doctor. Yeah, she that's actually very true. You know, obviously I fully forgot about the doctor. doctor. Yeah, she Dave, played a Dave. very small part in this movie. Okay, come on, Dave. Go come on, Dave. What? 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 What else? What else, uh, what else is wrong with? What else? The woman's dying from from a, a stab to the throat, and you're blaming her for for Juno fucking Sarah's uh, fiance. Right, and then making and also Sarah it wasn't like Juno that killed her. Sarah actually killed her. So yeah, but she at that point she come on now, come on, Dave. <laughs> now at this point, I know you're just fucking around, but like, like it's. Yeah, Juno was yeah. the worst per- person. Like, it's so much stuff to get dumped on Sarah right yeah. now. Like, you know, all of this finding out that uh, Juno ain't shit and that her husband was ugh, having that. this long term affair. With oh, her. speaking of like the scene, I'm looking at the scene right now. Uh, Beth is saying, "Don't leave me," and Juno is just walking away. Just and she's just begging, saying, "Please, just don't leave me like this." Right yeah. in the dark, in the dark with these creatures that you know are mauling people to death. Right, and she's it, kind of hidden. Like, I would have. Juno could have stayed. Come on, Juno could have either stayed or, or I could have had more respect for her if she put her out of her misery right there. Yeah. If she right. did, did something. Been. Yeah, I think yeah. she just wanted to leave her for bait so she could get out of there. You should be ashamed of yourself, Dave, for well, saying. Well, Juno could have got out earlier, but she stayed around to find Sarah. Like. I don't care. All the way terrible. I and don't. I, I don't care. <laughs> she she she, yeah. she she should be should be ashamed of your damn self blaming Beth for oh, why how, why would she snitch? Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Why didn't she tell Sarah like sooner? Why didn't Juno? Yeah, Juno never told her. Yeah. 
she she found that the uh, we also f- with what her husband used to say to her. Yeah, we, we also found out that after the accident, didn't she like fuck off somewhere? Like she didn't even stick around. She like right, she took right yeah. off. She she like took off because probably yeah. And so when she's oh, that makes me even furious now. When she was like, you know, we all lost something in that crash. Uh, I was like, oh, you oh you dick. You're talking about yeah. her husband. Yeah. You're talking about yeah. your side piece. Right. Well, actually, she was the side there. piece. She was his well, side piece. Well, you're never the side piece in your own story. In her story, uh, Sarah would have been the side piece. Like, you, you know what I mean? Right. Nobody's the side character in their own story. Um, yeah, Juno's just. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she's, she's making me angry thinking about it. <laughs> Saying yeah. it out loud. And I don't even understand why she invited Sarah, anyways. I mean,. Wouldn't you hate the woman that was banging the guy that you want to be with? Yeah, seriously. Like, why would you invite her? Right. Uh, why do you want to hang out with her? I guess yeah, pr- I probably had a sense. probably yeah. had a guilt or something. Right. Uh, yeah. Plus, it uh, makes the story make sense, I guess. Because yeah. you kind of you kind of get the feeling that Sarah gets dragged to these things. Because uh, on the drive there, wasn't she even saying like she's always taking us to like these middle of nowhere places and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so maybe she was guilty because maybe she drugged them along to that place in the first place. Maybe Sarah didn't even want to be on those rapids things in the first place. Yeah. And yeah. and and date you know, but she she probably probably the only reason she did it is because she knew that Dave would be there. And right, so, but he's there for the wrong reason. He's there yes. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so this this is going to turn into a one hour review of the descent and it's just nothing but you know what never oh, yeah. trust a woman named juno <laughs> she, no, never again never again whether it be the 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 woman the the movie juno starring ellen page when it was ellen page and yep. just um oh, yeah juno just not a good name just doesn't go well with people no um uh, I I need my notes. I didn't expect to go off on a <laughs> on a on a Juno tangent. Yeah, go off on a Juno. Quick. All right. So I got some questions real quick. Okay. All right. So go ahead and put yourself in this scenario, real, because there there are instances where I did cut Juno some slack and stuff that was going on. I try to be fair. So it, one of those things I was like, you know, if you are the most experienced person spelunking, and you're in this situation where the tunnel collapses. How many times do you forgive people for doing dumb things like <laughs> rushing headfirst into an unknown crawl space or wasting your resources before you go? All right. You know what? You guys are on your own. Uh, like I, I'm you're sitting. I like when what was it? Holly, who's like, I see daylight and she just like ran headfirst into a yeah. like unknown right. tunnel <laughs> and then br- she broke her leg. And I'm like, you know, I hate Juno, but Holly, that one's on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, also, like- don't you just kind of leave Holly and come back for her later? Well, you mean if, if that leg, if she broke her leg, you mean? Yeah. Like just kind of drag her somewhere and be like, all right, we're going to come back for you. Like, let's get, let's get the hell out of here first. And then come back and get, Oh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I would definitely be the person. See again, I, I think I'd be too empathetic for my own good where I'd be the guy saying, we can't just leave her here. Um, yeah. So Chris, that, that wouldn't be me. Uh, I, I, that's, that would definitely, I would, I'd be like, Hey, look, I, yeah, uh, I, I would probably get myself killed by just by being like, we can't just, 
leave them here? Because at some point, you know that it's going to be a hard trek out, so you need to be like, well, we need yeah. to come back for the wounded later. Right. We just need to find a way out right now. Or maybe yeah, leave. Have to go through another one of those tiny crawl spaces. Going to just pull him through. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would, I would cross that bridge when I come to it. <laughs> but um, it was that, and uh, she was saying, "Hey, look, you know, they they lit up, they wasted one of their flare. Well, they, I thought that it was they wasted it at first because they wanted to just look at the cave drawings, but then they saw, oh, it was, I mean, they could have used their flashlights to say, "Hey, look, there's a second egg. Well, even if you found out that there was a second uh, entrance, right? You don't know how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that lighting up that flare didn't really add much to. You're still only going to be going in the direction of wherever you can. Um, so she was saying, "Hey, look, we can't be wasting flare." So I gave Gino a little bit of slack when I was like, "All right, I don't like her, but at the same time, if she is the most experienced one, even if she did get you into this mess, you would probably want to take her lead." Yeah, yeah. she's the one that's going to get you out. Yeah, and then you can bitch about it afterwards. Exactly, uh, but at least get out first. Yeah, and I agree with you about the flare thing because you can already see the entire drawing off of the flashlights, and then yeah. all of a sudden Holly's like, "Not Holly, um, Beth." You know? Oh, Beth is like, "Oh, light it up!" It's like, wait a minute, you guys. If I can see it, you guys can see it. Come on. Or if you see something, just tell us what you see. Yeah, right. <laughs> just say, like, why would we waste a flare? Um, we're gonna probably need those a little bit later to to ward off these man-eating <laughs> man-eating cannibals right. yeah um, batteries run out so that was that was i have like three questions that was one of them like how long do you how many do you get like all right you guys made two dumb decisions after the second one don't come asking me for help for anything because you ain't taking my advice about anything yeah right yeah uh second thing um uh all right so at at, at some point let's say let's take the uh the man eating cannibals out of it. This would still be a scary movie. Oh yeah. It's terrible. Um, Cause it's essentially a survival. It starts out as a survival movie, which it still is um, about a collapsed tunnel and you're trying to survive. But how many days do you think it would be before you start fearing? All right. One of these people are going to turn cannibal once we run out of food. It's like, like, I mean, I I know these people, but I've also seen my fair share of movies, and we are we animals. Are. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all gonna get hungry at some point. We're yeah. all gonna get hungry at some point. Yeah. Uh, like, I think I would be most scared of the doctor. I think she knows. Yeah. She knows, she knows, she knows the best way. Eat, time, she, knows yeah. not, she knows what to eat. She knows yeah. what to eat. She's like, all right, we can't have the intestines. So yes. uh, let's we, move on to something. You can else. Sir, you you know you don't necessarily need your appendix. Right. Yeah. You can so survive with you can survive with one kidney. Yeah, I think that she I think I think, you know, looking back and think of it the way that we are, like I think that she's probably the most terrifying one that could have been in there. I yeah. wouldn't want never, to be down there with her. Never trust a doctor. Never yeah. trust a doctor. No. Never trust a doctor. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was funny when uh when I was watching it again last night and something seen this movie at least a dozen times and I never yeah. picked up on this that on their way into the cave, the doctor says you can have uh, audible hallucinations. Like she lists off all these hallucinations. So I'm kind of like this time when I'm going into it, I'm like, wait a minute, is any of this actually happening to them or are they just underground and losing their minds? Well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there are two endings to this. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's an alternate ending. Uh, I believe isn't the alternate ending where uh, she she gets out and uh, and and she's free, and then she it turns out that she was actually unconscious and she was hallucinating, getting free. Uh that's the UK ending. So yeah, I think um I think it's the same thing where she gets out, she gets into the Bronco, the tractor trailer nails the horn, yeah. and when she when she looks up, she's she's still in that like blood pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm, then, not sure, I'm not sure exactly. I I didn't like the alternate ending because the alternate ending leads into the descent too, which I wasn't a big fan of. I haven't seen it. I heard it was terrible. I'll have to. I'll have to watch it. Well, we have to. I, I keep telling Dave we need to do uh, one season where we just do nothing but terrible movies. Yeah, like yeah. put it up there. It's uh we usually have a mixed bag every season, but we need to definitely do just the we need to do a list of uh bad movies that at least one of us hasn't seen. Yeah. If, if we both never seen it, that's good. But if only one of us has, that still counts. So yeah, uh, we'll have to put the Descent two on the list. Yeah. But yeah, if I if I woke up after all that and thinking that I was free and then I'm still in that blood pool, that would probably be my mental breaking point where I'd be like, all right, I'm just gonna end it myself. I I, I that that was the worst possible thing that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought that I was free from this hellscape, and then <laughs> no, I'm still here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's one of those movies where you don't want to uh, go into the second movie because it's just basically a ripoff of the first movie, just doing the same thing again for another hour and yeah. seventeen minutes. Yeah, it does need a sequel. This first one is perfect as a standalone movie. Yeah, and there's so many good standalone movies that get ruined by by sequels. It yeah, just, it's just not necessary. I think Juno just came in with that uh, thing and just like saved them with the uh, snap that creature's neck. Yeah. Trying to make her look all heroic now. <laughs> yeah, she goes all after bad she bad. kills her friend. Yeah. After she just yeah. got finished like leaving what's her face for dead. And then just, yeah. now we're going to try to make her look all like heroic. <laughs> yeah. But going back to like it was uh, a dream kind of thing, I've only seen one or two movies that have done that effectively and it not annoy me because uh, yeah. usually that kind of thing annoys me where it was all a dream or a dream sequence happened something like that the only yeah. thing that comes to mind that i think did that effectively was room 1408 yep yep Th- that one actually like because the the reveal of him being back in the room where everything's just getting torn apart and he is back in the room i thought was just a great scene yeah um yeah, the the alternate ending where it's like, oh, I was like, ah, oh, man, really? I, it it just seems like a, I don't know. It, it, that's just yeah. me. But I think uh, American Psycho also did that pretty effectively, where it's like, did he really kill all those people, or is it just in his mind? Mm. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, yeah I kind of always think I kind of always thought in that movie that if they were gonna do her just having a hallucination, it would have been her just suffocating inside of that first tunnel. Oh yeah. Oh, and then she. Yeah. It turns out that she just never got out of the little crawl yeah. space. Yeah. When it's stuck, she just, she's just stuck and done. She just yeah. passed out. Yeah, that just, was that would have that. <laughs> that would have took all the air out of that movie if that was ending like lame. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, she wakes up. She's just still under all that rope. Like, oh. Yeah. And then the they end. just then they just make it out. And it's like oh, and then we did name the cave after her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's cave. She's still yeah. down there. Um. So, so um, 
Uh, I had a couple of other things that I wanted to say. Oh, just so if you remember when we were talking about our ghost ship review, Dave. Yeah, I yeah. was listening to that the other day. Uh, one of the oh, things that I you. yeah, thanks. One of the things that I well, that I put on the negative things for that one was uh, I kind of wish that it was a lot darker in, in, on the ship because if it's like it's nighttime on this ship that's been out at sea for like sixty years and stuff like that, there wouldn't yeah. be as well lit as it is. Yeah, yeah, no. This is go with. this is the kind of lighting that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Where it's it's too bright in the cave once everything starts happening. No, I'm saying I think that that this should have been the lighting that the ghost, ghost ship, ship should have had. Oh yeah, because um, well, this one uses darkness. Well, you have to have some light so you know what's happening. Yeah, but for the most part, it's very dark, save for the uh, flares or the lights on top of their helmets. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there are instances where like there's like background lights. And I'm like, what's back there? What's lighting it? Oh, where's that light coming from? But yeah, I think the blood pool was a little yeah. was a little on the nose light in that. Uh, 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 but yeah, I mean, I, oh, I, I hated that scene, though. Uh, and, and, that scene just had that one thing that bothered me. It was like the crawler is fucking sitting on her head. <laughs> like, do you, can you I know you can't see, but you could feel a motherfucker. There's hair in your claws. Why are you not scratching the shit out of this girl right now? Uh, poor Beth. And she's, uh, she's, she's right uh, here right now. She's just about to ask Sarah to... Uh, yeah, she's... Or she's about to, as Dave says, snitch on Juno. Yeah. And... And... Because uh, and, uh, Dave... In, in, in Dave's mind, Beth is the real villain of this movie. Um, she's the worst. What, Beth? Beth is great. <laughs> he's dave's just being a troll yeah. uh he, <laughs> Fuck with you guys. um he uh but i think the darkness works a lot better in this i, I wish that this is what ghost ship would have had where uh it just plays with the fact that you know you're out at sea yeah with, with you know no lights no and stuff lights, like that you yeah. wouldn't be seeing as well as you could so no. and i know we're talking about ghost ship a lot but people out there yeah. After the first ten minutes, stop watching. Yeah. Uh, you've 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 you peaked after that first scene. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately. Yeah. One of the best oh. openings in all horror movies. Yeah. And, terrible movie. Yeah. Very. Because <laughs> you 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 watch that first ten minutes, and you're like, "Wow, this is gonna be good." But it's like, no, you saw the best scene, <laughs> and yeah. uh, very much downhill fast from there. Yeah, I was listening to to the. Uh to your podcast on that one. And, and I had to agree with you that, you know, like what you were saying, like how much money, you know, how much money is, is good enough for you to stay and go through all that. Yeah. And how yeah. you were like, well, just grab a couple blocks and then come back for it. Yeah. Like, Gra- grab a couple blocks and then that'll finance getting some other stuff, uh, some equipment to come back and get the rest. Right. Yeah. If not two blocks of solid gold, isn't going to set you for life anyways. Or if, because uh, I think one of the things was like it was gonna get washed away. You know what you do with, uh, with that? You take the gold, you set an anchor on it, so that so that bitch don't move, and then right, you, yeah. you you chuck it out on the uh you chuck it out somewhere. Maybe tie a a, a floating device to it or some kind of yeah. thing to it, and then just anchor it down. Or no, it acts as its own way uh, anchor. It's a yeah. thing of gold, and right. then and then you just come back for it. you. Figure out all right, this is where we dumped it. And then yeah, there, there you go. and uh, and you're a couple of dead bodies less. So yeah, I, I'm still kind of pissed that the last scene kind of set up that they thought they were going to make a sequel to that movie. 
<laughs> like oh, with, you um, guys didn't realize this movie was terrible yeah didn't that movie bomb it i mean it didn't i mean it's well known by like people but it didn't i mean it's got low on like the old tomato meter not that rotten tomatoes is the end all be all of yeah i think of, it got better I, I don't think it did that well in the theater i mean i could check but then again you know what else got very low score was uh 13 ghosts but that movie is loved by hor- the horror community yeah i love that movie but i also i the, the people that don't understand it's like i saw that thing in 3d you don't get it when they put their it's like when you put the glasses on now you're like oh that's kind of corny what's the point i don't know if you uh heard our review on that one dave knows i have mixed feelings about that uh movie um, Virgin Go- yeah I, I i i wish that i think that you could have a whole netflix spinoff uh 13 episodes about each of the ghosts and just have that would matthew, be amazing yeah. have matthew lillard uh, uh it's a prequel and it's, it, yeah i was gonna no. it's a prequel and it's all uh, each episode was matthew lillard uh helping to capture each of the ghosts so each of the ghosts has their own episode story oh, yeah i think yeah. that's great and i've heard that from other people too like yeah you know they're you know just 13 episodes and be done with it yeah because and it, but yeah i think that kid made my uh chris hates list i thought that kid was so, annoying yeah. They tried to give him a personality by like he likes to he likes what was it morbid words or defining yeah. morbid what was he doing some something like that studying morbid things stud, like stud, they well this kid doesn't really have much of a personality so uh, why don't we make it so that he like looks which played into nothing later <laughs> it just had nothing to do with the story yeah we just have to yeah. give this kid something of a personality yeah I think yeah. they could be such a good such a good Netflix. You know, you know, prequel with just each ghost having its own story. Yeah, especially if you grab the people that did uh, the haunting of Hill House, have them do that. Yeah, have them do it because they did we, such a good job with the. We love haunting of Hill House on this podcast too. <laughs> yeah. but they did such a good job of taking one story and breaking it up to make sense. Like, yeah, thirteen ghosts would be so easy for them. Yeah, and probably so well written. I mean, it's gold that's sitting right there. I mean, I don't know what studio currently owns the rights to Thirteen Ghosts, but I mean, doesn't doesn't just Disney and uh, and Warner Brothers just own everything now? Every streaming service? Uh, yeah, for the most part. <laughs> so it's got to be one or the other. Yeah. So and you're sitting on a pile of gold, not using it. What a shame. Yeah. Yep. Um, the movie's getting close to the end now. Uh, just to put a pin in the whole Juno thing, what did you think of her fate? Uh, I loved it. I love that, that she just took out her leg instead. Yeah. Um, I would I would have liked to have seen just like one or two of them coming up and then just her light. Her, just get, uh, the light her just kind of running. Yeah. Her fading. Running out. Yeah. 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 Instead of her trying, instead of hearing her like trying to fight them off, because you know the bitch is bad. She's, she's going to take a bunch of them with her. Yeah. So. Uh, um, but I mean, you know what? Turnabout's fair play, Juno. Yeah. Uh, you know if it, you know uh, if if it wasn't for uh, if it wasn't for stabbing Beth in the neck, it was definitely for fucking her man for yeah. for for for, for uh, doing that to Sarah. Uh, yeah. And not to mention, you're the reason why we're here in the first place. Because again, no map. It, you know, even if I could forgive all of that too. Un, un, uh, go into an unexplored cave. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you're a junkie. Because you're a junkie, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and you want to name, fine. 
but don't lie to the rest of the people and tell them, oh, yeah, we're in this cave system that I know completely. Yeah. Right. And don't take a bunch of amateurs like the the doctor and her sister. Yeah. Who really have no idea what they're doing. They're thinking that this is going to be a fun... They they, they said that it was... Uh, or Didn't she try to blame Beth by saying... Or, or Holly by saying, oh, she said it was too touristy, the original destination... Yep, yeah, number two cave or whatever that is. Yeah, they're trying to pass the blame on to to her, and it's like that's probably what the doctor and the other person was probably hoping. Like, especially if they're beginners, you want to do the touristy thing first, (laughs) right? See if you like it or not. But I gotta say, Juno's biggest mistake was not being a complete bitch. Like, she should have left everybody. If you're gonna make her terrible, she definitely should have left everybody. Yeah, she would have survived then. Oh, you mean? So, but she yeah. stayed for Sarah, and then Sarah kind of left her for dead. Good for her; she yeah, deserved it. I mean, yeah. she was banging her husband too. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 st- I You know what? It's so funny that I, t- I texted Dave. I was like, you know, uh, even though she wasn't there, I still kind of blame her for, uh, for uh, the the crash in the beginning. I was kind of joking because I was going off on a tangent, but but no, actually, she probably was the reason why they were out there in the first place because she was probably trying to like have another. Side hookup with with yeah. uh, Paul or whatever like that. So yeah, you know what she did. I I blame uh, Sarah's husband and Sarah's daughter's death on Juno. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> I think a lot of people forget. That it's like Juno's also responsible for killing that little girl. <laughs> like <laughs> again, we kind of forget about we're like, oh yeah, she was fucking her husband. It's like oh yeah, but her daughter died too, guys. So like, yeah. <laughs> you also got to figure that Sarah was probably dragged out there by Juno. And probably for the only reason why is to so that she could see Dave. So yeah, and that's the reason why she probably booked it all the way back to wherever the hell is because she was like she all because she lost her her the guy that she was having an affair with. Yeah, her side piece. Yeah. Oh, that. Oof. Yeah, because you know that they probably spent the night somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she's probably. Sarah goes to bed and she goes out in the woods with the husband and goes off to her cabin or whatever yeah, or yeah, tent or something. Oh, anyway, but uh, I think I think we're getting close to uh, kills of the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. which which uh, there are uh, a good couple to choose from. Yeah, um, we got we got the uh, deaths and we got the ratings here. So um, if you guys got one in mind, you guys can go ahead and go first. Which one? Which death uh, stuck out to you the most? There. Why don't you go first, there, uh, Dave? Uh, or Chris, if he has yeah. one. Yeah, still thinking on that one. I, I would I, Beth for sure. Sarah having to kill yeah. her best friend. That's awful. Yeah. I even thought the reaction in the acting was like fantastic when she yeah. just smashes her head and just flies backwards. Just losing it at the very, you know, if they really wanted to make that a just a gut wrenching moment, it, it would have been like she didn't she didn't finish her off all the way on the first hit. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm a terrible. Yeah, she kind of hesitates. Yeah, has to do I, it more than once. I saw if you've ever seen the movie Wrong Turn. I think it was two. Yep. yep. You know what scene I'm talking about? Yep. <laughs> the, guy, the police officer is sitting there all all like torn up and everything, and he's like, "Hey, look." don't leave me for that guy to come get me and torture me. Like I just saw he did to this dude in that video. We saw take this gun and shoot me in the head. And then she shoots him in the head. And then like 10 seconds pass, he comes to, and he's like, you missed. And then he, and then she shoots him again. I was like, Oh, that's awful. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's the same scene like that. in um, 
the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the one with Jessica Biel. Oh, like, is that that's the uh, oh yeah, like, that's like hanging on the meat hook. Yeah, he's, he's on like, meat hook still alive. Like, yeah, please, please kill me. And she's like, no, I can't. Yeah, you have no limbs and you're barely holding on. It's like do the guy a favor. Yes, yeah. like you know, I, I I understand you don't. I understand, like, if you're the kind of person you don't want to kill somebody, but I think you get a pass on this one. You yeah. can, I think God will forgive you. If it, I think his, I think his family will forgive you if, if, if you put their son out of their, his misery. Uh, well, if you're still thinking, Dave, my, my, I can do mine real quick. Um, my, my kill of the movie. Oh, uh, oh, ooh. Ooh, Sarah! Sarah's looking at Juno right now. Oh, she's she's about to. She has that look in her face. Yeah, like she's covered in blood. <laughs> she she covered in blood, and she's looking. She's just so. So what about Beth? <laughs> she, yeah. she, she's 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 about to. She's about to get an axe to the to the leg. Um. Anyway, but my uh my death of the movie isn't even an uh, actual legit death. It's uh Sarah dying in her dreams by getting a pole to the face. Um, yeah, because that caught me off guard. I was sitting there, I was like, uh, watching it and I was taking notes, uh, like on my phone, uh, which I do when I'm watching the movie, I just like jot down notes and I was just kind of like looking up and then all of a sudden just out of nowhere, it just like a pole came in and just cried. <laughs> it scared the yeah. shit out of me for a yeah. second. And, uh, so I know that the rest of the movies are going to have death, but I didn't think that didn't I didn't think that was going to happen at that point. Yeah. So uh, my death of the movie isn't even really a death. It's a death that she had in her dream. So uh, I'll count it. So oh, I'll probably go with, uh, was it Paul? Wait, actually gets the pole to the head. Oh, where he actually just, this is the first yeah. death of the movie. Then. Yeah. Just. Yeah. yeah. Pretty that, good effects on that one. Yeah. That's where I was like, uh, did I did I put on Final Destination two or something like? Yeah. What, 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 uh, I, I thought this was all about. Uh, this is a very short movie. Yeah. Oh God, it does make you think of Final Destination. Yeah. We I was actually on the road coming home the other day, and there was a logging truck going onto the highway, and every single car lined up down the road was on the other side of this truck. That scene. Yeah. That scene scarred an entire car. generation of people. Yeah. Yep, people are terrified of it. Yeah, and for good reason. I mean, you you know, someday it's going to happen. I mean, I don't even I don't even drive behind uh, like trucks that like have like the open bed. Even yeah. If, yeah. Like, e- even if even if things look like they're properly secured, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, like I've been having a pretty bad day already. Um, uh, I, I'm. This might be. Uh, this might be death setting me up for uh, for a uh, hail mary, yeah. <laughs> like got to kill Chris kind of thing. Yeah. Random shoot of metal is just gonna slide off that truck right through my car. Yep, it's gonna happen one of those yeah. days. Someone's gonna see it. Oh man, I'm watching the scene, Dave. I bet you the WrestleMania fan and you just loved it when they were all throwing down, uh, fighting yeah. the uh, fighting all of the crawlers at the very end. Yeah, it's like hand to hand combat, just. Taking let's out, do it, yeah. Let's yep. just taking out these crawlers here. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's the only part I think that Juno and and Sarah are like just badass at the same time. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait a second. Oh, she's <laughs> she's got the axe in hand. <laughs> she, she she's looking at Juno. <laughs> she's looking at Juno. Oh, she sees the pennant. 
Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I'm 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 fucked." <laughs> yeah. Uh maybe I wonder if she knows. <laughs> oh she's god. She's probably hoping she'd take it to the head, not to the knee where Yeah. Um... yeah. She's probably thinking, "All right, maybe she'll make it quick." <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Boom. It's a boom. It's dinner time. Yeah. Why why would you turn around and look away? To somebody who has a deadly we- weapon and a murderous glare in your face, yeah. why would you? Why would you turn and look away? You know what I would love if in that scene she still had the watch with the timer, and then after she stabs her leg, she sets off the timer and throws a watch on her. I will say this though about Juno, though she took that stabbing to the leg like a champ. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah she did. She had no so- no no scream, no, cello, yeah. no shouting. She just like. Like, yep, I got it. I I I deserve this. <laughs> she she's probably thinking, you know what? You know, she given the kind of person she is, she probably is like, you know what? I can respect that. Yeah, <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Yeah, go Sarah. I, 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 you really got some balls at the end of this movie. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. Uh. Let's get into ratings here. So, so you must know about our rating scale then. At least mine, anyway. Yeah. Um. From from the one or two episodes that you. Uh, yeah, I think I think I've listened to all of them. Oh. Wow! Really? Yeah. Oh, you're a legit uh, fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's oh, that's really cool. Wait, you <laughs> listened to the first one? That one was probably kind of rough. Our first episode. Oh, uh, the the, I, the I, think, uh, I think so. The Fear Street one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that the Fear.com one? No, uh, no, no, that's the. Oh, you must mean the first one of the season. No, oh, ours is Fear Street. Uh, was the very, very first one. Yeah, we were when we were uh, unshaven young children. Yeah, <laughs> from right, one year great. ago. Yeah, figuring <laughs> this out. Yeah, when I have more to go back, that's great. Yeah, so, we're on three. We're on season three right now. Yeah, so it's like finding a prequel that you never knew about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically I have a 30 point scale. You can use whatever scale you want, but I usually, and you can tell me if this makes sense to you because Dave says it doesn't make sense to him. I'm not Uh, coming around to it, but you're coming around to it. All right. So I, I, I grade on a 30 point scale. One to 10 are bad movies. 11 to 20 is okay. Movies and 20 to 30 or 21 to 30 are good movies. Now, you can have a so so let's uh, I'll, I'll give a good example um black christmas is object the remake yeah. is is objectively a bad movie yeah I but agree. Yeah. i really had fun watching it though knowing it was a bad movie yeah. i had fun picking it apart and watching it so i gave it about an 8 or a 9 which means it is a really good bad movie yeah, yeah. I, there's just those there's those crappy movies that you just love. But then there are also like really well made movies that I don't much get. like. I put I always use the Lighthouse as an example, although I do need to rewatch it just to see just to give it another chance. But when I watched it the first time, I could tell that it was a well made movie. So it would be in the 20s for me, but I didn't necessarily enjoy it, which is why I gave it like a 22, 23. So I said it was a very meh good movie. So I get I get where you're going. So yeah. so the one to, uh, so whether it so the first number I would say 
is your objective like thing. So if it has a zero, that means it's a uh, objectively bad. If it has a one, that means it's objectively okay. If it has a two, it's objectively good. And then the number following that is your personal opinion. Did you have fun watching it? Okay. So, uh, right. you go so, first, and I'll follow your lead. Yeah. Okay. For me, um. I'm going to put this in the scale of 11 to 20. Um, the darkness is used very well, but um, I mean, it certainly wasn't anything like cinematography wise, like super spectacular. It was okay. It, it wasn't bad. Like uh, movie making wise. Um, for, a, for a low budget British film. Yeah. Yes. For the fact that it made me, you know, it gave me a roller coaster of emotions, most of them negative, but for the reasons it was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, so for that reason, I'm going to give this an 18. This was this was a decently made movie that was really good that I enjoyed. It's decently made, um, good movie, uh, claustrophobic as heck, which I'm already uncomfortable with. Gave me gave me a person that I really didn't like. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes you need that person that to just like kind of hate. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and the actress, uh, in addition, like I said, to looking you know fine, uh, she was uh, she she played the part very well of me not liking her. She seems competent enough to know what she was doing throughout the cave system. So she's the kind of character is like, all right, I hate you, but I I have no choice but to follow your lead at least until we get out of here right so um i give this an 18 yeah i'm right there with you i'd say i'd probably give it a 19 19 it's not like the best made movie but it's still pretty well made and i could watch this over and over again it has a lot of rewatchability to this movie it it does um i'm i'm gonna go with a solid 21 Solid okay. 21. So 21, 21 would mean that you think it's a really, it's a, that it's a good made movie, but you didn't like it. Oh, all right. Well, I don't want to go there then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, all right. so, 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 so basically the way I see this is, this is why I know Dave has issues with my scale too. Yeah. That's um, what I brought up when I first so, tried. so, I'll ask you this, like in terms of cinematography wise and movie making wise, do you think it was bad, okay, or great? I think it was okay. So, all right. So you'd be in that scale of 11 to to 20. Okay. Uh, now, how much fun did you have watching it on a scale of one to 10? Oh, for sure. For sure. At least a nine. So you would be at about a 19 or 20. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you'd say about like nineteen twenty then? Yeah, that that's how that scale works. Yeah, okay. Tw- twenty would be like this is probably like you know of the you know it's one of my favorite movies kind of thing. Uh, for for it being an okay movie, it's also one of my favorite ones. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite movies. So yeah, you give it a solid twenty. Uh, so it goes twenty nineteen eighteen basically. Yeah. So it's a it was a, it's a good movie. It's a good watch. Yeah. It's it's a it's a. I think it's, it's an enjoyable, fun horror flick. Yeah, it's it's you know, uh, like what did we put our? I think our highest rated one so far is is it 
Cabin in the Woods is is is, is the one of the ones that we reviewed. I mean, I rated Scream at like twenty nine. Uh, I mean, did that, and that's about what I rate the thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's but just- uh, this season was Cabin in the Woods. We put, I think, at twenty eight. I think it's tied between that and Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Um. Are are probably our highest rated ones. They got like yeah. twenty seven and twenty eight or twenty nine yeah. respectively. Somewhere um, in that range, yeah. So, uh, in which is like super well made and really fun to watch kind yeah. of thing. But, but this was a good movie. I, I, it, it had been uh, again. It's another reason why I like these podcasts is because yeah. some of these movies I haven't seen since they actually came out. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a reason why I stayed away from it for so long because I, I, like I said, I'm not claustrophobic, but just the idea of just being cramped up like that is, is, is just like yeah. uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. claustrophobic, and then there's being completely engulfed in uh in rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. to work your way through. I I could be in a small in a small room, but I, I don't throw me in a dark cave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely with, not with a bunch of monsters. Um. But um, yeah, we wanna we're gonna go ahead and start wrapping up things here. And uh, I forgot to ask you uh, when we were doing the book, but where can people uh, come and find you if they wanna like talk to you or or see what you're all about? Um, so Instagram is probably the best. Uh, I'm not very good on Twitter. I'm trying to work on that. Uh, but Instagram for sure, DMing me. Um, I always try to get back to people. It's probably, I know that I constantly messaging you guys when um, you're throwing stuff up. Uh, so yeah, I, I think Instagram is probably my, my go-to until I, uh, until I figure out Twitter. Okay. Do you uh, mind sharing your uh, Instagram handle? Yeah. It's uh, Christopher Frost fiction. And uh, he's also in our friends list, too, if you want to try to find him that way as well. Yeah. And uh, don't forget, if you are interested in 396, which I highly suggest that you guys check out. I'm enjoying it so far. It is so avail- good. It is so available good. on Amazon. And again, we're having our September giveaway coming up in a couple of weeks, and that is going to be a part of it. We have two uh, copies of the book, so... Uh, if you don't get it in this first September giveaway, be on the lookout. We're probably going to have another one either around uh, October or November, and the second book will be in there as well. And uh, if you uh, aren't already, please uh, subscribe to us on uh, Instagram. Uh, we still got our YouTube channel, but I mean that doesn't get the most traffic. But yeah. hey, we appreciate any kind of follow. Yeah. Um, also, if you have any suggestions of things that you think that we might want to review i think the last time we actually took a suggestion from somebody who actually came and dm'd us was uh uh was when we did our madman versus the burning which was a great episode so we're open to any and all ideas yeah any and all ideas uh let us know we'll we we ain't got shit to do yeah (laughs) well well other than other than our other than actual work (laughs) but um and uh and lastly Everybody, stop spreading those vicious rumors that Christopher Frost had a very paranormal childhood. It's all untrue. Don't believe the, don't believe the, uh, the lies. Yeah, I did not so, move into a haunted house. Yeah, the book is not based on a true story. It is no, fiction, one, guys. Yeah. No matter, no matter what Haley Newland tells you, <laughs> fiction. <laughs> um, 
But, hey, uh, we want to thank Christopher Frost for being here on the show and for recommending us this good movie. Uh, thanks for taking time out to come and hang out with us. I appreciate it, Chris and Dave. I, it was a really great time. Yeah, thank you. And uh, from Body Bag Podcast, I'm Chris Thomas. And with me, as always, Broke Writer Dave. Have a good week, everybody. All right, we'll talk to you later. See you on Instagram.